How's it going, everyone? Thursday nights, 8 p.m. You know what that means. It's time for your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We got retirements. We got people arriving. And we got a list because there's always a list this time of year. All kinds of stuff happening this week on your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. So stay with us, folks. We're going to get into it right now. everybody thursday nights 8 p.m you know what time that is it's time for your big gold belt wrestling podcast and we are back this week to break down as usual the latest going on in the world of professional wrestling we got a bit of a full house tonight i'm glad i'm not just hanging out here with just one or two of the other guys we got four of us tonight almost a full house damian g taking it easy down in the lone star state tonight so he's missing but otherwise we got two james up at the top of the screen with me we got the giant crab jamal down in the bottom left and silly Sellis down in the bottom right almost the hollywood squares here effect going on <laughs> but good to have a crowd tonight because it has been a bit since most of us have been here tonight gentlemen how is it going with all you tyrant Tiring. <laughs> All good that. here, man. <laughs> no complaints. I get second to tiring, but we're here. We're ready. Let's there you go. We've had people at Comic Con. We've had people in other states. We got people just fighting the good fight at work. We know how it is. <laughs> so there is a lot going on these days in the fall of the year. So yeah, I don't know where are we gonna start today. I guess it seems like the big news of the week came last night it would seem to me, which I wouldn't really call surprising news, but it's now official news is how I'll put it. So last night on AEW Dynamite, there was talk that Sting was going to make an announcement. Sting had something to say to the fans. Sting was going to, you know, bring up something of some sort. And being at Sting, I think people immediately were like, okay, probably not an angle. because They'd probably have some other way of putting it. The idea that Sting had something to announce, I think, tipped people off. And it definitely has been kicked around for some time now. Sting's an older dude. Face paint hides a lot there, as we've discussed before on the show. But Sting is going to hang up the boots. Possibly for the last time. As we know with Sting, you just never know with Sting. So, who knows? But last night he announced, coming next year, 2024 AEW Revolution, he will be hanging up the boots and retiring. And as far as he's concerned, this is it. This is for real. The man's 64. He will be almost 65 by then. His birthday's in March. So revolution usually falls late February, early March. So it might sync up almost exactly with that 65th birthday for Sting. But he says it's happening. 
And that was the long and short of it. I said, there was no big angle, no big drama, just Sting saying, hey, this is the deal. It's time to hang up the boots. It's time to go out. So with that said, we got, let's see, it's October. So we got November, December, January, February, March. Five to six months here to play with. How do you do this? This is a legendary guy. Tons of years in the business, been around since the 80s, come and gone plenty of times, but this is probably it, given his age. So I guess, is anyone surprised? I wasn't surprised. I mean, it's like, it's Sting. I mean, it had has to happen at some point. So I didn't find it surprising in any way like that. Did anyone find it surprising? No, but it was like a do factor. You knew it was coming. But even what Sting is doing right now, AW, in my opinion, it hasn't been anything that is like overwhelming or I'm cringing that he's still there. He's had like a solid mentorship run um, in the way that he's done. Now, granted, he's done a couple of matches. It's like, oh, Sting, stop your 60s. Can you still do this? I don't want you to die in the ring. But it's more <laughs> of those things where it's like, it's been a tasteful run. It hasn't been something where it's like, I'm tired of it. But when it's this due time, it, it's this due time. In a way, you could say it's been the Undertaker's version in AEW, just less in-ring, more outside of the ring, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, I'm not mad at him at all. I think he uh, now creates the blueprint for people in his age bracket to uh, catch their second win in the business, get a good mm-hmm. check, work matches that make sense, uh, truly elevate talent. I think at some point we have to start to... Uh, assess the work he's done with Darby. Um, and when you talk about the pillars, you know, the, the four pillars of AEW, uh, Darby, MJF, Sammy, and Ricky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got to say that Darby's trajectory to the top and not having a belt may, st- it may be evaluated as the highest of the four. And I think Sting has a part, uh, a lot of part with that, the legitimacy, the rub, the, 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 the sort of say the, um, um, visibility he gets from some of the OG folks. I think Darby stardom and and celebrity has definitely been um, definitely uh, a, a part of it. Definitely could be attested to his work with Sting. Uh, but again, I think Sting and I've been praising Sting for a while. Uh, him signing the AEW, I was like, look, good, get him a check. I didn't think he would do it because I thought the the, the Comic Con money was so good to him. But shit, he's still doing that. He was in New York. <laughs> he kept with- it. <laughs> Yeah, a ridiculous line. And I mean, there's levels to this. I mean, you talked about the other folks that were there, Sasha or or Mercedes, MJF. Um, Steam line was super exclusive. You couldn't even look at Steam because you had to pay, wait in line. Then they brought you back to this little back curtain area in order to see him. (laughs) Um, I didn't get a chance to see what his prices were. I'm sure that's online. But I mean, like, the guy has, he's legit carved out a retirement package for anybody in his age bracket to say you can give these younger guys the rub you can still look good you can still be involved you can work minimum days you can work matches that work for you You can still get this comic-con money the signing the sign a meet and greet money and then you could go out on his terms i'm sure tony would have him go as long as he want but i think him making this call here i think um i think it's 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 a good run um, I, I stopped worrying about his health um, and started to just be more interested in terms of what would he do next. I think he definitely made this run uh, beneficial in all degrees. So 
How it goes out, I don't think it would ever satisfy the masses because considering everything he's done for WCW, if he can't do something with WCW, just still going to feel like a missed opportunity there of sorts. Um, but for what he's done for uh, in, in AEW, that alone is is still worth uh, a, a very notable uh, and, and 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 very spectacular uh, uh, retirement for him. So good for Steam. I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's why I don't care. <laughs> it's it's not that like Sting's retirement wasn't you know imminent. I mean, dude's 108 years old. Um, I will say that his uh, run in AEW should be the blueprint for what an an older worker wants to be. You know, not not just like the Lesnar contract where you come in, you work once a quarter, and then that's it. Yeah. It's like like Sting has been there, and then when he doesn't need to be there, he's been kind of you know stepped out of the light, not even pushed away, just stepped out, stepped back. And then when he needs to be reinserted, he stepped right in. He's always kind of been floating around. And I think that's a hell of a um, a run to, to have in AEW. And I'm surprised that it lasted this long, to be honest. Um, not because of injury, but because, you know, he knows how to work. He's going to do it say, as safely as possible. But just because AEW isn't what it needs to what he needs to be anymore. It's off the ground. It, it's done. It, it's it's up and, and moving. Uh, this isn't some uh, you know small upstart promotion anymore. Uh, you know he doesn't necessarily have to use his name and credibility to give them the bump. Mm-hmm. So, and maybe that's why he's retiring. You know sooner than later. You know maybe it's because they don't really not that, not that they don't, but that. The training wheels are off, and they can and AEW can go now, um, and and he can leave them, you know, behind while they go forward into the future. So, in general, yeah, it's not a big surprise that you kind of think that it could have been, but it is kind of like okay, well, good. This is what's supposed to happen. Um, the dude was up there in age, you know. Everybody keeps saying like, oh my god, I can't believe Sting did that. He's so old. Well, he's retiring now. There you go. So it's 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 more of a like a an expected tip of the cap, but it is still kind of like okay. Now the real question is, how long is this retirement run going to be? Hmm. Right. What what is the retirement run? That's just it. We got five months to fill here. Is there really a retirement run, or is it just going to be oh, I have a last match at Revolution. That's it. <laughs> There's lots of ways to go about this. Yeah, but if you but if you notice, you know, uh, Tony Khan's booking, it's going to be a five month retirement run that we only see the last two weeks before the show. <laughs> oh, jeez, <laughs> the farewell tour is two weeks when it yeah. could have been five months. Okay, yeah. so it's it's nice, nice. next week. Here we go. And honestly, are we? Should we be expecting anything big? Like, yes, it's deserving of it. But honestly, I just think like he made the announcement; they'll make his appearances you know more granular because of it but at the end of the day i i I can't expect for them to like put all their resources to making sure that things out of the business as we know it is to be a big thing i think he's gonna they'll build up the big match um you know they're they're obviously and and has AEW really proved to show like a very stellar uh, vignette in the likes of wwe espn and disney as such you know but that's one thing i would be expecting like hey make your money and or spend your money give us a, a an amazing uh vignette because the world's going to be watching this guy is globally known 
And at the end of the day, you know, make that one to two to three last uh, appearances in a pay-per-view match. Make it worth something, you know? Well, let me ask you this. Um, before uh, Sting popped up in AEW, how long was he doing? How long, how long was the gap before he left wrestling and then popped up in AEW? I think a year and a half to two, I think it was. Hold on. What was it then after? So after the oh, and then, WWE, and then pandemic too. But after he left WWE, where did he go? I'm, I'm TNA, just right? Comic-Con. Oh, but Comic-Con, he didn't so, go back to TNA. He didn't. Oh, okay. yeah, TNA was before WWE, but then Comic-Con, okay. right? Yeah. So, so will we count the Comic-Con as wrestling? No, Comic-Con is not a wrestling promotion. So, right. I mean, so when he left, yeah, when, yeah. When he ever he left WWE, uh, how long was it before he popped up in AEW? I spent about I six, to... seven years, right? Yeah. After the wrestling, it was a good chunk of time because remember he thought he was done, done. Because he got remember, hurt. So it was with the that neck. Seth Rollins. Right. They put him out because of the neck. So, and he went in their Hall of Fame, yep. I think the year after that. So he did that with WWE. Yeah, September his... 2015. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So September 2015, he pops up, what, uh, two years ago? Yeah, approximately. approximately. Yeah. So about five yeah. years, six-year gap. So, yeah. so the, yeah, we're, so we're talking a six, seven-year uh, you know, gap. I think the AEW really needs to pull out all the stops. They need to make some calls to Connecticut, get all the footage, and, and give him – the full send off from uh, Surfer Sting in WCW, mm -hmm. the TNA Joker Sting, you know w mm -hmm. WWE, um, AEW, uh, because if this is really it, as far as we know that it's it, um, I think that there are there is enough of a gap and enough of a um, some some missing pieces here and there where if you're not a fan of his already, you're probably under a certain age. If you're not a fan right. of his already. Then you've and you've only seen him in AEW. That's a very real prospect, because AEW brought back a lot of lapsed fans. They may not have seen Sing in obviously six or seven years before that, maybe yeah. longer if they didn't really mess with his WWE run. So I think that it is. I'm expecting to the point of um, Nigeria saying we need the full blown package, everything, license the songs. I mean, I, this is all. It needs to be. It needs to be damn near a funeral, but it, it needs to be something that is. Um, it shakes the world. It shakes the wrestling right. business, but also shakes the world. You know, right? It, it, it needs. They need to knock it out of the park because if anybody, uh, whether you're a fan of yours or not, you can't already knock against the longevity. You can't knock against his commitment to the business. You can't knock against the stand power. And I'm mm -hmm. saying this as a person that's really not a fan of Sting, but. You know, you got to give him his credit. So I really hope that AEW rolls out the red carpet and, and has the whole thing. Now, of course, that, you know, now that he's already announced it, we're not going to get the retirement match uh, in the sense that it's a part of a storyline. Well, if you beat me, I lose or leaves AEW or whatever. Yeah. whatever. Also, 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 too, I mean, I, let's not forget, things a businessman here. By no means is he going to go out with his last match under an AEW contract when he could just look across the sea and seeing what Ric Flair did on his own merit. You don't <laughs> think he's not, you don't think he's not going to want to pull one of those, Woody, where he books his own event, goes out on his turn, collect a, a collect a, a very direct check right to his pockets and the likes of, and the likes of Flair. And again, it may sound silly, but Flair really brought in a lot of money it worked out the way in 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 Flair's turn. I mean, granted, the match was with the match, but let's not call it. Let's let's not fake what it was. It was a big deal. 
It was an event. People showed up for that. They made money. They made good money on that show. No but I'm not convinced so. that it's all about the money, though. And I'm not yeah. convinced that it's it, that it's not about because if, if that were the case, he could have retired a year ago yeah. and yeah. went back to Comic Con and, and 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 started you know selling out Funko Pops or whatever the hell. But but that's the thing when you could get a check, you know, when you could get one He's of those. Eighty. What more money does he need? <laughs> he still he got. He already it. has silk depends. He still I, got a check to work a minimum schedule from Tony Khan. He Kong. got a check I'm, because that's what work is. But I don't think – I think he does it. Honestly, God, and again, I'm not putting the words in his mouth. I don't know. But I, I think that he does it, that the reason why he does it, the reason why he wants to do the matches is because he really loves the business. I don't agree. Yeah. I think he loves but, the business. But, but, but there's me, no, there's an easy way to make money. No way. There's plenty of wrestlers out there who would – Say that that'd be the reason they keep coming back is that they want to be around the boys. I think he's in the Smith. Yeah, they, 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 they you know, he I, doesn't want to sit around and just you know, if you can get paid to actually be around the boys, what you're going to pay him minimal matches. Yeah, but I, yeah, think I mean, AEW, he's not trying to open up a, a nonprofit. I mean, he's not dumb. I'm just saying that he's not necessarily doing it because he knows that he has a little bit of sauce left in the bottle, and that you know there's some money to be made, so he's going to make it sure because America. But mm-hmm. I don't think that his thing is like, oh, if I don't make these towns, the lights are getting cut off. We know that's not the case. But I think yeah. AEW has a chance to do something special. Now, now let's grant. I know they have legends in AEW, but this could be the first legend that can say, yes, this is an AEW. It's the biggest legend. name they can do something. Right, with. right. So I think AEW is smart about that. The closest other comparable thing is Jericho, and Sting's and a, level a ways of away. Jericho. Yes. So yeah. go ahead. No, I, I, just, I don't know. Go, go to James. I'm about to say, no, I just think I, this is a chance to do this. Yeah, I, listen, I, I don't know. I, again, for somebody who has make is making a good coin at these meet and greets, um, and I, I mean, you're talking about these transactions are 70 to $100 per, what, 5 to 10 seconds? So you just do the math there. Yeah. Um, why wouldn't he still have that business mind to say, how else can I make sure that my retirement is lucrative for me? And again, I'm that sure money's that... still going to be there, I think. Once he's done, that, that money's not going to disappear. That money's still there. Wait, no, wait. for sure. You go back to it, but I'm just saying the, the retirement, the last match, whatever you want to call it, I think you oh, still yeah. make it a big deal. And I think that if there's any question that AW cannot arise to the occasion that it deserves, mm-hmm. what could be a secondary thought? Does he sign a 10-day contract and let TNA handle it? Because God knows they got more footage than AEW. But at the <laughs> end of the day... It is. It will be granular. They will do it right. They've done other folks right, and and mm-hmm. by no means they're not scared to make the call to get those other folks to contribute to those retirement. And he will retire in TNA as well. He may actually be one of the first wrestlers to retire from every single one of these businesses and go into each one of their Hall of Fame. So could he be, uh, you know, brewing up something that we've never been do- that's never been done before? Is what I'm getting at here. I do not think. He says, AEW handle this unless AEW really shows out. And he says, all right, I'm done, done. I'll just do meet and greets from now on. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that, that's very possible. But I, but I really think that um, as far as like a wrestling thing, he does when he's done. He's done when he's done. And and, and, and if money really were uh, the, the driving factor, then why now? Like what, what in, in his schedule with AEW probably that makes you go, why, 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 I, I now, why now? I would, I would think it's probably the contracts up. So mm-hmm. as opposed to doing a new deal, it's like, all right, the contract's running out. Now's right. the time to, as far as AEW goes, yes. wrap it up with AEW. Now here's the, here's the elephant in the room. Here's the big question. 
come revolution mm-hmm. next, you know, February, March, 2024. Right. What's, what's the match? Double well, J, double J. If it's somebody <laughs> on a W roster and if it ain't double J, you make a call to new Japan and you see who's available. You see who may actually want to work it. Could, 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 could Liger want to come back for one more match? Is it possible? I doubt you can scrap the bottom of the barrel and get Flair to do it. You damn sure ain't going to get Hogan by means of what happened well, last night. Let's say this. Flair, I absolutely, I'm sure, wants to do it. Oh, I think Tony, even Tony realizes, no, no, nope. no, no, man, that's, that's okay. <laughs> nope. you, can, you can show up and be in the front row. But in that ring, <laughs> after the way that last Flair match went, oof. Anyway, go mm-hmm. ahead. <laughs> yeah, I just think you 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 gotta you gotta look around to see who body is willing to go because at this rate we know Stink can wrestle, so he'll give us something and, and he doesn't want a slouch that ain't gonna be able to do it. And hell, does Tony Khan pull out the salty money and get Taker to do it? Taker, I don't believe is under a WWE contract. I'm not I'm not totally sure. I mean, he showed up at NXT, but he's kind of just been out there kind of doing his own thing. And I'm not sure who actually licensed his comedy show. But Flair, I mean, uh, Taker's kind of just out there, you know. Would 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 that be a thing that's possible? Which I doubt. But I don't know. The the long story short is that you just kind of kind of see what body what body is available to give Sting a good quality last match. And then ultimately, if he doesn't go double J, who we know could go, does he give it to Darby for his final match? I don't think he gives it to Darby. I honestly, and once again, this is just a little flip. And I'm gonna go somebody in AEW. I think Christian Cage can do it. I think that's somebody. I think that's somebody that could be not only a good last match, but you kind of can tie that into a storyline if you want to take it the right way. Not a retirement versus I leave AEW match, but I think the way that Christian Cage can can go verbally in the ring and just have some good banter back and forth as far as promo work to what he can do in the ring, even if it's a specialty match, I think that's somebody that could be a good avenue and let Darby be a part of being on. Sting side, you know, and maybe you have some type of swerve where Darby turns on Sting. I don't know, but I think Christian Cage could be somebody that's good for this match. I'm not going to argue against Christian just because there are storyline implications that could be there. Christian has this, uh, is on this uh, uh, fratricide, uh, you know, gimmick that he's doing. And yep. if he can't kill Darby's actual father, he can kill his wrestling father. Yeah. Um, you know, the story kind of writes itself. Yeah. Um, but obviously within AEW, you know, Christian would be interesting. Um, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeff Jarrett obviously is the Widowmaker. The question really for me is what type of match is it? Like, not necessarily, obviously, it's going to yeah. be a single match. But the, what the real question is, is like, is this just a, hey, this is my send off. We all know what this is. Win, lose, or draw. I'm leaving my boots in the ring, or is this a there's a there's a, a a story that's been brewing 40 years in the making, and this is the match that I never got a chance to get. It doesn't have to be against who you want it to be, mm-hmm. Liger or somebody like that, but it could be against somebody that you know that Sting wants. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody and, and of course the setting also matters too. You know, where does it take place? Does it take yep. place in in a place that Sting made famous? Does it take place in, in his hometown? Does it take place in front of the biggest wrestling crowd that AEW can muster on this side? Chicago. Of Chicago. <laughs> well, I mean, Chicago hasn't had a wrestling show in forever, so they, they deserve that. <laughs> but, but no, but but like, 
Yeah, that means we get it in D.C. If you're talking about the place it needs to be, it's D.C. without a doubt. Yep. I, I, I heard Chicago again, and I agree with you. Chicago needs another <laughs> AW show. Um, there's just not enough there. It's not enough. But but that's kind of the question. It's it's the who the, the opponent is is honestly not as impactful for me as the presentation and the setup. Yep. Now because it's going to happen on the pay per view, do they dedicate the entire show to Sting? Are they going to have any storyline implications? Or are they just going to treat it as like a, you know, like the Chris Benoit uh, show for, for Raw? Or are they going to treat it like the another show where they just ditch the script and then we're going to dedicate it to this person? Um, did Sting look at Ric Flair's last match, the show, and go, I want AEW to do that for me? That That's, that's exactly my where I'm at with that. I absolutely think... Call it what you want, but that was a celebrity red carpet affair that just happened to have a red uh, a wrestling ring in the middle of it, and I think it's well fitting. I think we were satisfied, especially by the match itself. I was that we was like, "Thank you, Flair. I'm satisfied." <laughs> but I've been thinking this too. I think you definitely have to let Sting. St- I, th- I think Sting absolutely recognizes that he has to come up out of his contract because I think Sting is also do another Hall of Fame. Um, announcement in WWE, and that would be with the Wolfpack. And I think uh... you, I think you, you have to double back down there for that. Uh, get some more merch money from that too. You got to go see what Impact is talking with you as well. And again, I think it'd be one of the first wrestlers to have a Hall of Fame bid in all three of the promotions, all three of the big promotions. Um, and should have a send off in all of them as well. And even if that doesn't work. Rather one steps up to give you that granular send off. I think he says, how can I independently fund this and make it my own and make all the money uh, possible, which by all means, that's that that would be no problem for him to put something together. So. And then we'll see him at Comic-Con where his where his uh his seventy dollars and eighty dollars becomes one fifty. I was just looking at the prices, too. So Sasha or Mercedes is is ninety dollars for a photo op. Mm-hmm. Um. At, at, at the table, she's a hundred, so that's where you want to, you know, uh, get something signed or whatnot. Sting, actually, let's just take a look at MGF. MJF was eighty for the photo op, sixty for at the table. We should have brought the game back for the for the numbers. What was that? Hollow? What was that? Hollow cameo? We should have brought yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, that, was, then, that was way back. <laughs> and then Sting is uh, eighty dollars for the photo op, but as I mentioned, Sting was in his own little section. Like you can even look at Sting from afar. Like they had him in the back, <laughs> back. So super exclusive. <laughs> Don't be trying to get those easy quick picks. And his line was definitely stacked. No <laughs> so cell phones allowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I don't go. know, man. I just commend for everything he's done in the ring, and I'm also commend him for the longevity of, of his wrestling career, but also the, the the longevity of his celebrity. He has stayed relevant uh, within this stream for a long time, and after he retires from AEW or after he outs out of his contract, um, we'll see Sting for like 20, 25 years strong, still uh, out here doing some things. We're going to be like, damn, that, that damn Sting still kicking nice. along, man. <laughs> He will be. <laughs> he's going to sit his old ass down somewhere, and he will absolutely, uh, you know, in, invest in like some Bengay uh, supplements or whatever. Wow. Now he's done. <laughs> he, he is done. He knew that he was done, and, and good for him for being done. Hey, yeah. listen, don't forget Stan Lee was just sitting in a chair for a while at Comic Cons, and all you had to do was stand next to him. He was just like this the entire time. Listen, <laughs> I, you know, everybody else is going to follow that model. I'm, I'm, I'm here. 
Hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Here's what you dollars. get. You watch a photo, take a picture, move on. <laughs> <laughs> after Sting's retirement, day after Sting's retirement, whatever it is, however it works out, what do you do for Darby after that? That's a good he's, question. He's good to go. There's no reason he doesn't have a title. I mean, to be fair, he's good to go now. Yes. That's thousand thousand percent. Allegating changes. I think it's status quo for him. Yeah. Which I is unfortunate know. because if yeah. the status quo is where we are now. Yeah. I don't so think this it, changes anything. And I, I definitely, I would not do a deal where he turns on him. I think that would mm-mm. just, I, I don't think that would help him in any way. I think nope. it would hurt him. No storyline, man. Just let him go out. That's it. Either That's they it, do man. a tag match or he's in his corner, one of the two, but just have him go out there as his buddy. Like he's been the whole time. And don't, don't try to mess with that. Cause you still could have down the road. You could have Sting showing up like in his corner for stuff. Just yeah. cause Sting's yeah. retired. It's not like, He's never seen again. So yeah. keep that card and, in your back pocket. That Sting could still do appearances and stuff. And, and last thing I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking too. I don't know about like the licenses of the pro of, of the different eras of Sting. Who owns well? I mean, I mean, we know who who in which era, in which companies he were portraying these different versions of him. We don't know if he owns it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I would love if they did do a uh, a cinematic match for him where he went through the different stings only to come out to his current version of Sting to work the match. Like, I like, think it's like, right that he's uh, live Jericho in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Hey, yeah. I think at this point, probably anything's on the table. They got plenty of time to work it out between now and then. So, hey. And you know what? That cinematic match with Sting and, and Darby versus uh, Brian Cage and somebody else. I can't think who it was. Maybe Starks. Wasn't terrible, so definitely, so yeah, that was entertaining. Uh, there are a lot of different things that they can do <clears throat> up until uh, whatever the match is. Um, you know, I but I hope, and of course, there are a million different ways they can go with it. Um, I just hope that for what it's worth, you know, they absolutely do they do his retirement justice because he's yeah. the first one that's of many that's going to have that's going to have that moment in the ring. Because Brian's arguably next, um, mm. you know, edges edges up is right is not that far behind him. Christian Kenny might Omega not be that be far behind soon. him. Uh, the Bucks they, they signed mm. on for another th- what, three or four years, but and so mm. did Kenny. But you know, we're talking within five years, hopefully, uh, the landscape of AEW will have to change and get younger. Uh, because you got a lot of these guys that are pushing forty, pushing fifty, pushing sixty, and it makes you wonder what the what the move is five years down the road. So, uh, hopefully, they get younger. Uh, they'll have to because the the building blocks are being shuffled shuffled out, mm-hmm. and they're going to need some new some new groundwork. So, uh, I really just hope that they do it justice. Whoever the the match is, whatever it is, and that's also a thing too. I want a I want a competent match. I don't want like I don't want Sting versus Luger. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> don't make think I need to worry about that one. Make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. Yeah. There we go. All right. Here's what we're doing. We finished up our first half. We are going to go to halftime. Get our commercial <laughs> break in. We come back. The indie spotlight will be here to kick off the second half of the show. And then, folks, it's that time of year. We got a list to talk about, and then we'll wrap things up with a fun game of where in the WWE universe should Jade Cargill land. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Your Big Gold Belt podcast is back right after this. Are you a fan of all things media? Are you a fan of professional wrestling and sports? 
then you need to check out Big Gold Belt Media. We're the ultimate destination for all things entertainment and media, with the latest news, interviews, and analysis from the world of the aforementioned entertainment realm. Our team of dedicated journalists and analysts will bring you exclusive content that you're not going to find anywhere else. And we're not just an online destination. We attend live events, conventions, bringing you behind-the-scenes access and exclusive content that you're not going to find anywhere else. Plus, you can show your support for our brand by subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com slash biggoldbelt. Join the Big Gold Belt media community today and stay ahead of the game. Follow us on all our social media platforms at Big Gold Belt for the latest updates and exclusive content. Whether you're a diehard wrestling, sports, nerd culture fan, or just a casual like some people, Big Gold Belt Media has everything you're going to need to stay informed and entertained. So what are you waiting for? Check us out today at BigGoldBelt.com. That's BigGoldBelt.com. Thanks for being with us here tonight, folks. When we come back from halftime, we like to check out what's going on with the indies. So here's Giant Crab with this week's Big Gold Belt Indie Spotlight. Yep, so a couple of things are happening uh, in the independents. Uh, one of the shows that I was really looking forward to uh, the most uh, all year, it was a Tech or Treat. It's Modern Age Grappling. It's postponed. Uh, they're not going to have the show, which was supposed to be Halloween night, uh, October 31st. Uh, if you got your tickets via Eventbrite, you'll, you should be receiving your uh, refund imminently. Uh, there was a scheduling conflict um, at some point either with the venue or some other thing. But either way, uh, all it adds up to is the show is postponed, hopefully uh, to be rescheduled at a later date. No word on that as, as of yet, but uh, that's a damn shame. Really looking forward to that happening, but that's uh, not going to be happening so far. And that's postponement uh, has not been announced. Well, the, res- the rescheduled date has not been announced yet. So uh, on the Twitter machine, you can check them out at, um, at Modern Age Grappling. Modern Age Graps, G-R-A-P-P-S, uh, for more information. But if you have tickets to the show down in Morrill, Georgia, uh, you know, you'll know you be getting a refund imminently through Eventbrite. But the shows that will hopefully go on uh, you know, is a show that I'm going to be spotlighting up until it happens, and it happens in about a month. It's a Saturday, November 11th. It's VCW, Virginia Championship Wrestling, yes. in uh, Alexandria, Virginia. It's their debut up here in the Northern Virginia area. I'm going to be there. I don't know how any how you are not going to be there because it's going to be a hell of a show. It was already announced. Uh, Logan Easton LaRoe, one of my top five favorite wrestlers, legit ever. That that's that's not a joke. Uh, you know he's that damn good, um, that damn charismatic, um, a great technical wrestler, and a hell of a nice guy. And he's also hanging it up. So his final show is going to be November 11th. That's a Saturday at the Leonard Armstrong Recreation Center, number 25, Reed Avenue in Alexandria, Virginia. Uh, Chick Armstrong Rec Center in Alexandria. It's about a 20-minute walk from Potomac Yard Station. Uh, it's around the corner from the Birchmere, uh, if, you, uh, if you're if you familiar with that area on, on Vernon Avenue and, and Glebe Road. Um, but, yeah, I'm very excited about the show. I'm also very excited because Nala Rose is going to come through. Um, she's also been announced for the show. Uh, she's from the area. It's you know hometown show for her as well. So and a debut. So already the show is looking bananas. Uh, front row sold out. Um, ringside it should well yeah ringside it should be available. 
uh, you know, get your tickets now. This thing will sell out. You're going to want to be there. Uh, ringside is $25, but vcwprowrestling.com slash tickets, vcwprowrestling.com slash tickets for your tickets and other information. But it looks like a hell of a show stacking up already. That's VCW in Alexandria, November 11th. That's a Veterans Day, I think. It's VCW's debut in Alexandria, Virginia. And that's the indie spotlight for this week and every damn week until it happens. <laughs> no doubt, because <laughs> that is our local flavor. Finally getting, you know, coming full circle. Going to be the end of an era for indie wrestling in Northern Virginia with Logan hanging up the boots. But that's going to be a. I'm excited about that show. I'm definitely going to be there. It's going to be like Absolutely. old times for one night in old yeah, I, Northern Virginia I, area again. I, I saw Logan talking about he uh, doing interviews. I was like, oh, yeah, he definitely done now. <laughs> like, Man, don't, don't do interviews. <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, but yeah. Oh, my God. All right. So let's switch gears. Let's switch gears because we got, oh, it's that time of year. And I think we're going to go through this pretty quick because Lord knows. We have there's enough of these this time of year that we always have our feelings on how these lists are and how I think we've put it best before that it's a list. It's a list. People want to read into it. People want to make a big deal about it, but it's a list. And just think of it as a list. And that's all it is. So month ago, we had the PWI 500, which has been around forever. Now we have the sister version, the PWI women's 250 used to be a 100. They've expanded to 250 because women's wrestling, you know, is taken off and there's easily 250 you can do probably someday they'll hopefully get it to 500 so with that said i'm gonna start at the top we'll get our top 10 in here and then uh we can comment on some other stuff but this is how the top 10 broke down as we know from doing these things in the past you know tend to you're gonna see your different companies represented your top people you know a very political top 10 is how these things usually are so number 10 kicking things off jordan grace Number nine, Camille, the NWA Women's Champion who just recently lost the title, but she had that super long reign with the NWA Women's Belt. Willow Nightingale at number eight. Number seven, Deanna Perrazzo. Number six, Athena. Number five, Tam Nakano. Number four, Jamie Hayter. Number three, Bianca Belair. Number two, Gulia. And number one, Rhea Ripley, your Raw Women's Champion, is our top 10 in the PWI Women's 250 for 2023. Uh, okay, Crab, you're going you're to weigh in right off the bat because you're down there chomping at the bit. I can see it already. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, okay, first of all, I say this all the time. It is a list, and here's why I don't care. Um, it's a very, you know, it's a very by-the-books political list. We, we know what this is by now. But if we're going to take the, the list uh, for what it's worth, I'm I'm not entirely sure how it doesn't shape up different. For example, as we get further down the list, Tiffany Stratton's at 25, EOS Sky's at 24. Really? Mm. That low? Uh, I think Willow Nightingale has had a hell of a run, and I think Athena's the best woman in AEW. Like, period. Uh, in the in the time period that they're talking about, she's absolutely almost single handedly resurrected her career. Mm -hmm. um, in AEW, mm -hmm. and um, and then of course, Jade is at fourteen. I'm. I mean, again, we're talking about the time period where she, you know, was on the show, had the belt, did her thing, um, was you know doing doing numbers. Okay, cool. Jordan Grace at ten. 
Uh, definitely top 10 makes sense. Camille, sure. Um, you know, Deanna, absolutely. You can't have, you can't talk about Jordan Grace if you don't have Deanna Parato there um, as well. Uh, Tam Nakano, now personally, I don't watch Stardom, but okay, cool. But if Tam's there, then where is Yuka Sakizaki? Where is Hyper <laughs> Masao? Where is, um, uh, hell, where's Mizuki? I mean, it's, I see what they're doing with their, like, Rhea Ripley at number one is an obviously, an obvious WWE slant, but she's really run it, you know, the last, uh, you know, six to nine months or so. That's, that's really hard to argue against. Uh, Bianca Belair, you know, if she's not top five, what's, would just throw the list in the trash. Um, Julia, interesting, but okay, I'll, I'll allow it. But it's, I wish I just saw more diversity from the list. Masha Slamovich is top 10. I don't know how she's not. And Where? I can go all the way down the list yeah. uh, up to, to throughout the 250 and say that they should be higher and they should be whatever. When's the period for this? It was, I want to say it ended July. It is a July 1st, 2022 to July 1st, 2023. So July to July. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. So, okay, cool. So. I, I got a few questions here. Uh, where's Mandy Rose on this? Let me see. I'm going down. I'm sliding down here. I see Bailey. I see Indy Hartwell. Because uh, she was done he? in December. Yeah. I remember that. Of 2022. Let me do a search and see if it'll get me there quicker since it's so many damn say, people. Say what you want. <laughs> she had a hell of a run before uh, the OnlyFans thing decide to, <laughs> to 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 take the title from her oh yeah no doubt no doubt let's see mandy and also after you're done looking for her where's maki ito at let's see here uh 60 mandy rose is not on the list mm. oh they pull her off entirely wow um i, I did a full page search and she's not on the list maki ito came up at 60 Oh, must be one of those like la- oh maybe because the whole um remember what happened on the last one with CM Punk you had to have a certain number of matches to qualify. But didn't she have a lot during the twenty twenty two? She was a very lot, a very lot. When did when did her whole thing happen? Was it like in the winter? December twenty twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so it can't be matches. It can't be matches. Okay, now and, now you got me curious here. You got me very curious here. Are they are they just forgetting old Mandy Rose? <laughs> and they can't say about the active because Jade hasn't had a wrestling match. Well, let me take that. Yeah, well, was Jade off that time? Like from like March? No, 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 no. Jade was wrestling, but not at the frequency. Uh, of, not at the frequency. Yeah, and then listen, even if you didn't but know, Soraya's on the list. What is she at? Fifty-two. Soraya's at fifty-two. Shut up! Shut yep. up! So a. Bu- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Saray is at 52, Billy Starks at 56, Trisha Doors at 57. Yeah, that's no, there's okay. no way. Right, and also, exactly. also, also, if you're gonna like, here's the thing if you're going to put Trisha Door on the list for wrestling alone, and they did acknowledge that her championship that she just lost this week. Is considered a world champion, and all the other world champions are within the top ten to maybe fifteen. How was she under Soraya, who's wrestled? I'm going to guess max five matches. Trisha Dora had a three year reign that just ended. Just ended. this weekend, last weekend. As they 
and, and you see this this okay. this is this is what I be talking about. Like, I don't even got time for the rant. But I tell you, when it was cool to like be very inclusive and pro black, Trish would have been number one easily. Now that we're off that wave, now now there's like, oh, forget about it, forget about it. But there's a whole thing about that being considered a national world champion, and and if she's the champion anywhere she goes. She's considered the champion, whether she's defending it or not. She's still the champion that still never stopped wrestling. And in, and in fact, I would have imagined that she picked up more wrestling since she left the DMV, went to the West Coast, went overseas, and was doing her thing. So if you got her at that low, I'm uh, just a little tickled about this here. It just doesn't make okay, sense. Now this, and, now this is not being on air. This is interesting. I just did a check online to see, like, you know, because I think I would have heard if Mandy wasn't on there. And I found a picture of the actual magazine that shows Mandy Rose at 21 on it. So this version we might be looking at online might be inaccurate, but I got an actual image. that shows Mandy Rose at 21 on the list. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's definitely from this year. Yeah. It shows, it shows, this verse, this version shows Mandy Rose at 21 and shows Roxanne Perez at 15, which is on the version I'm looking at, you know, online here. So yeah, I must find, find the whole thing. But it looks like Mandy Rose did get on the list. So there might be some misinformation out there. If you look up one more name, just for kicks and giggles, did, yeah. Trish, did Trish Stratus make it? Mm. Oh, she had to have. She had to have. Let's see. Mm. Let's see. Let me go back here. Trish got to be in here. On the list that I have, the only Trish that I have is Adora. Okay. <laughs> really? see, I'm wondering if this. Someone didn't uh, do a great job uh, typing this up. Maybe the one that we're finding, if we're all looking at the same one, I don't know. Let's see here. Yeah, I'm not seeing Trish Stratus either, but she's got to be on there. Mm. You would think for the time period we're talking, her whole comeback yep. was in there. Exactly. So, and it was legit. It was through Mania. It was through everything. I mean, yeah. And it, it was like literally one of the top tier feuds, in my personal opinion, of women's wrestling throughout the whole year with her and Becky going back and forth. It elevated both as more of a, like, even though Trish is already in the hall of fame, she just like legitimized, like, okay, don't forget how good I am. And even post years after her wrestling, when she was part of the attitude okay, era, um, and then what Becky's doing now. So will I oh, found yeah. a picture oh, uh, where Mandy Rose is listed at 21. That right. Post that she tweeted at was October 27th, 2022. So if you found a picture of Mandy Rose at 21, that may have been from last year. Huh, see, on my on my darn screen here, it says 2023. Because that was the first thing I thought, too, is am I looking at the wrong year? <laughs> Weird. Okay. I don't know. Hmm. Now I'm like, I'm trying to find another version of the list from like another source. <laughs> I'm like that, like weirded out by this whole thing now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We've probably spent enough time on this as it is. But well, no. true, but but it is it is more to the point that like this is just another example of the uh, very limited scope that PWI has. Um, if you if this is a uh, pro WWE um, stardom, you have um, uh, obviously all of the WWE stuff, stardom, AEW, uh, Impact, and then some you know high ranking uh, indies indie talents in the U.S. Um, I'm not seeing uh, too many others from outside of stardom. Uh, I'm not seeing too many others from from companies that aren't affiliated with other people. You know, like Mesa Ruga's on the list. 
I'm I'm glad that she's on the list, but she's on the mm-hmm. list because she's Emi Sakura's you know protege. Uh, Chie Koshikawa is um is on the list because so, he's also like so. I mean, it, it's it's a popularity contest. That's, that's really let, me, let me ask you just a few other names. Is Trinity on the list? Is yes. uh whatever and um um oh my god, why was her name twenty three? Twenty three. Okay. Yeah. I can't even remember uh, when she came back to impact. Ronda Rousey guessing... is above her, and EO Sky is below her. I, it just it just depends uh, on when when Trinity came back because remember she was definitely on a hiatus. And if you are talking about the impact she made outside of wrestling, then yes, I get it. Uh, sure. Obviously, I think Walking Fashion Show Weekend is a huge deal uh, for her brand. But yeah, but 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 uh, what about um? Oh my God! What is her name? Uh, that's been the champion. That that Trinity's uh, getting ready to face actually. Um, Hardcore country. Oh, uh, Mickey James. Mickey James. Mickey James. Thank you. Where's Mickey James on the list? Twenty-seven. Okay, and one more time. Where is Jay Carberg at? Because she didn't lose a match. She's like what thirteen or something? Thirteen, fourteen? That's where she uh, was fourteen. At? Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah. I, I, that's that's all I need to know. We, I'm good for the next and, and I think we've definitely confirmed the Mandy erasure that, yeah, somehow Mandy just was left off, even though a good chunk of the time she was NXT women's champion. So, yeah, not to, <laughs> yeah, for half a year, for half a year, if that's what you're taking the sample dose, I still got her top 20. So, um, without a doubt, what she did in NXT, beating, um, you know, uh, uh unifying of the championships. Uh, just on a hell of a run, should be noted, uh, especially in NXT 2.0 era. She she was it. She was absolutely it. It was a big deal. Didn't well, fans came. Well, let me, let me just say this. For the hot the, tag. Uh, okay, see what you did there. Uh, let me say the people that you know. I'm I'm glad that they're on the list um, because finally, you know, they are going to get the recognition you know that they are deserve. Um, uh, Mina Shirakawa at 51 is a good look. Jody Threat, glad that she made it. Um, Oscar Vinny uh, is, you know, glad that she made it. Lady Frost at 79 is a good look. Miyu Watanabe got robbed at 78. You know, just come on. Shoko Nakajima should be higher than 98. Uh, Maddie Rakowski made the list. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she she should be much higher than 120. <laughs> um, uh, Dream Girl Ellie, I'm, I'm glad that she made the list. Uh, where's, Steph the, where's Steph Delander at? Uh, I, I saw her on there, but she's... She's definitely on there. Um, 69. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so fair enough. Um, Kiara Hogan made the list somehow. Um, Janice LeRae made the list somehow. Delilah Doom, you know, glad, glad you're on there. Lufisto, um, glad you're on there. Renee Michelle, glad you made it. Genocide, you know, big fan, glad you made it. Um, Kaori Yanayama, uh, who should be higher than 230, but, you know, again, biased um really We're- glad to see uh gabby ortiz and notorious maybe and Chie koshikawa uh wakatsukiyama is on there casey spinelli i mean there are a lot of names that what about janai kai um she definitely should be on there uh gotta be on there somewhere uh janai kai is 205 so yeah megan bain uh, who was injured for a long time i'm glad that she's Ooh. on there um where is uh hold on Janai Kai 205. I feel like I've seen her everywhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Shihiro yeah. Hashimoto at 146. So there are a lot of names that I'm seeing 
uh, that are really, you know, uncovered gems that, you know, if, if any of these names aren't familiar to you, then this is your opportunity to get familiar because these are really, really good people. I'm definitely seeing some names that I, um, you know, haven't seen, heard of. Um, but, you know, it, it, that's that's really the purpose of the list. It's not necessarily the fact that Candice LeRae is at 165 and Kiana James is at 166. It's more to the point of, do you know this name? What they do and you don't, you should. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that, you know what, though? I just wish why, I know we got to get to our last topic, but I just wish that the creators were more vocal about that really being the tool and the catalyst for the list. Um, I think Righteous Ridge in his uh, Black Wrestling 500 um, has vocally said it, although, you know, people take it and use it for the way they want to. But I mean, that's 500 black wrestlers that you may know some. Uh, but ultimately, you will start to take a look and say, like, oh, who's his name? Who's this person? I mean, and again, right. he's been very vocal about using that list for that, especially after the years where people were talking about the discrepancy on it and compared to the PWI. But again, he came out and said, like, no, this is just a list of 500 people to celebrate one way or another. I really, really, really wish that they made this more less of a competition even a little less about merit and just truly about the celebration of 250 women, 500 men, 500 black wrestlers, and so on. And then, and then just keep making a thousand lists up and down the board. <laughs> keep making lists because that's the way people are going to go look at it. I mean, we you, get the you, tag you, team one next. That's what's coming yeah. next. The tag team 100. So just keep, just keep doing it that way, man. I think that, that, that gets people focused back on the Indies, of uh, people willing to spend money, people willing to do their research. I mean, people, fans are spending more time investing in what's happening behind the curtains, wanting scoops, paying for scoops, then actually investing into the wrestlers. And if we're going to keep making things competitive and keep putting out lists where you're putting one over another, it's not going to help anybody. So that 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 would just be my goal. So I appreciate you, Jamal, uh, shedding light the name that we had not heard of or people aren't talking about. Hopefully, from your 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 lips to somebody's ears, that these folks decide to become fans of some of these folks. There you go. All right, we're switching gears for the final segment, and we're going full house because Damian G is here for the final segment <laughs> of the night on the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. So it's very simple, folks. She's showing up on every show on SmackDown. She's running into Charlotte. Mm. On Raw, she's running into Becky Lynch. And then on NXT, she's popping up on the TV screen and saying that the clock is ticking. So the big question is, where should Jade Cargill land in the WWE universe? Damian, you just joined us, so get in here. What's your thoughts? Where does she end up? She should do the free agent gimmick and appear on all the shows. Okay. So like they did it with Ali for a little while. That was his thing where he was appearing on all the shows. That was Corbin for a minute. Uh, I think to protect her in ring, but to get her name out there, to have her on as much programming as possible to get the audience who may not see AEW familiar with her. Uh, I think having Naya come back doing the same way I would have wanted Jay to be brought in hurts it to be able to just come in, rec shop, leave. I think that would have been the easiest way to promote Jade on all the brands. But if you're going to ask me where are they probably going to put her, you know what? I honestly think they're going to put her wherever Charlotte is because Becky's too. Be Be Becky's over here working with the NXT girls. Um, 
And I know eventually they're going to keep the Bianca and Jade in the, in the holster for a while. So I would like Charlotte to be her first feud because now apparently people are happy that Charlotte's not wearing a title. So that would be the perfect time for her to, let's say, put over someone like Jade. Uh, because I'm getting tired of Bailey being the one that puts everybody over. So it's, it'll be nice to see Charlotte do it every so often to people not named Asuka. Um, so I think, honestly, that would be the route I would take. But I would love to see her on all three brands and just messing stuff up for everybody. All right, so SmackDown is your pick. Silly Sellis, let's hear it. <laughs> Honestly, it, it SmackDown is my pick too, but once again, and I'm going to say it again, where Charlotte goes, Jade goes. Charlotte Jade has to be that first See? feud. It, it just it just like you're just looking at balancing of the same type of wrestler going against each other, and I think it'll be a great, fantastic feud. Build it up. If you build it up the right way, make their first match at the Royal Rumble. All right, two James. Wrong. <laughs> of course. Wrong. Here's what you do with Jay. First of all, you have to take a look at the reception that folks are giving her. One being Thunder Rosa, who said on Busted Open that I really love how they're presenting her. She's showing up everywhere. She's a big deal. I want to feel and be treated that way. Ding, ding, ding. WWE has successfully implemented a package in terms of having people come over to their brand. <laughs> nah, I mean, I mean, again, I mean, that's the that's the that's the star package that they roll out for folks they right. sign. It works for the NIL folks. It'll work for other wrestlers with celebrity. I say, in 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 terms of really bringing a rack of storylines together, one thing that uh and 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 shout out to Marcus Dr. M, uh, our, our social media manager. He's been tweeting this a long time. That is Rhea Ripley versus the world. I love this because I say that Rhea Ripley needs to take her title. And we know how dominant she is in the Royal Rumble and put the title on the line at the Royal Rumble. And she needs to have a legitimate long run. I think you tease Jade all the way to Tampa. Have her come in at a high number, 26, 27. And in that ring, you have Rhea Ripley. You have Nia Jax. You have Jay Cargill and you have Charlotte Flair as the last four folks that's in Ooh. there, obviously teasing the different people that Jay could face that they all make sense. You have her start out with Nia Jack because you need to legitimize that she is truly every bit of the look that she is and work her. And then down the line, you take a look and you say, well, there's Charlotte. They had that little tease there. There's Rhea. They had that little tease there. And you come back around. Do y'all remember they did that to Rhea not that long ago? And look where Rhea's at now. Also number one on the list. I think you give her the same sort of mm. booking where you just lay little, 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 little tidbits very early. And we revisit that Charlotte and and and, and um, Jay Cargill match next year or next year in 2025, shall I say, um, that we already got a little bit of something started. But you... You don't want that. You don't want that course to collide that yet because that's a lot of money to be made there. So you just let that. You let that oh, yeah, simmer for a little out. bit. Yeah, you gotta space that out for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my thought. So Nia Jax is our first view, which ultimately means you send it to Raw. Yeah, um, I'm gonna keep it short. Uh, I think that she does the, the free agency uh, gimmick. I think you ride that mm-hmm. wave into the pay per view, mm-hmm. and I think that because you have to test the water, you have to see, you have to mm-hmm. create the demand. Uh, create the demand to see what the people are looking for. If they're looking forward to her on SmackDown, if they're looking forward to her on Raw, 
hell, if they're looking forward to an NXT, there's no reason why Jay can't why it can't be J three belts. Uh, you know, going into the Royal Rumble, mm. um, she, she doesn't have to be in the match. She could be defending a title. Uh, you know, we don't know. We she could, and I think that's the kind of it. The element of surprise. Uh, keep that while you still can, because they have a takeover coming up. They have a Saudi show coming up. Survivor Series of the Royal Rumble coming up, and Jay could be anywhere the hell she wants to be, and she hasn't even lifted a finger yet. And people want to know what her next move <laughs> is going to be. So, I think they could ride that wave um, definitely as far as the Royal Rumble. But then it's time to go to work, mm-hmm. and where she ultimately ends up, um, everywhere. I think that they actually could just make a universal women's champion mm. and have Jade just run wherever the hell she needs to be, wherever yeah, the challenge you, is, she's there. You wish they understood what universal meant. Uh, <laughs> well, there's that too. Good point. There's that Good point. I agree. I think that's the best idea I've heard. I love the idea of she's a free agent to the Rumble, and I'd play it like this, where you keep her showing up on all the shows, have all the general managers courting her, do it to the point that they even essentially like, look, we're going to give you a match on here against one of like the scrubs of some sort. So you just have like an exhibition match mm-hmm. of Jade on each show between now and the rumble where it's like, she's not signed yet, but you just have her squash somebody, somebody of no significance, do it on SmackDown, do it on raw, do it on NXT as an event to give like her a, a taste of her. Exactly. A showcase of her before you get to the rumble finally. So by the time she gets to the rumble, everyone's seen her. She's still not aligned with anybody. And then coming out of the rumble, that's where you lock her in. But yeah. play, have her be the ultimate wild card until then, and just have everyone trying to get her on their brand, and just yeah. giving you know, offering the world to her in every possible way between now and then. Just yeah, and that's how and, I play it. And let's not forget the 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 biggest factor in all of this is that she still has to learn WWE. Mm-hmm. She has to and, learn and that's what she's doing language. in the, it's the language. You know? Yep, yep. You have to. To me, you know, some people get signed. We don't see them for a while. I yep. mean, the, the list kind of goes on. Um, but you, you, yeah, you, 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 you make sure you be very, very uh, particular on her appearances and how she's used because at the end of the day. She has to wrestle at some point. And is she ready to wrestle? I mean, let's just ask that across the board real quick. Is she ready to wrestle in WWE in a pay-per-view next week? Or when is their next pay-per-view? Is it Survivor Series? Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. Oh, Crown Jewel. Yeah, we're going to mention that. But let's just say, if there was a pay-per-view next week, next weekend, is she ready to wrestle? The answer is no. Havoc. No. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, no. I think all she should be doing right now is squashes. And I think that'd be fine. That's why all, all I would have her do right now. Just put her in there as a showcase, and that's it. I would have her first and match be at the pay per view. I would too. I absolutely would because you know her. You know she's going to bring an interest that's automatically alone is going to be worth the appearance. Mm-hmm. So I should don't even want to see her in the ring. I don't want to see her lace her boots. I don't want to see what gimmick she's going to come out to. I want to see what cosplay she <laughs> may use. I just want to see when she comes out. It's a big deal. That's that's what I want, and I want them to build all of that up, which. The Royal Rumble man would be dope if they can if they can coast it out there, which I think they should have no problem. That 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 just makes that 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 just makes it uh, more worth it. And honestly, last thing I'll say, if the Royal Rumble tickets are slipping, then you just go ahead and drop the dime. She will be there, and and <laughs> <laughs> tickets going right up after that. Her first appearance, big deal. Don't waste it on any other thing. All right, there we go. We are at our hour. We had a packed show tonight between lists and retirements 
and debuts, like we said, when we started the night. So, folks, every Thursday night, 8 p.m., your Big Old Belt Wrestling Podcast is streaming live on social media and Twitch and YouTube and all those platforms that you go to for your streaming video format. Next day, it drops in podcast form on all your podcast platforms. And in the meantime, you can be keeping up with all the news with wrestling, movies, comics, and more that Big Gold Belt Media covers on the web at BigGoldBelt.com. On your social media platforms at Big Gold Belt. You can find us across the board, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it these days. (laughs) They're on all of them. We're on all of them. They're all there. It's always Big Gold Belt, no matter where you're looking. So. Until next week's folks, Thursday nights, 8 p.m., we will be back to talk another week in wrestling. Until then, stay safe, and we will talk to you later. What I really need.